Peace, love, and reparations, black family. You are now tuned in to Necessary Blackness Podcast, and I am your host, Raheem Shabazz. And today, family, we have a special guest in the building. Our special guest is no other than the goddess Ayana, who is a social justice warrior, as well as an activist, who not only gives truth a voice, but she also utilizes her divine feminine energy to promote womanhood amongst the sisters. So ladies and gentlemen, let's all welcome her with a round of applause to the Necessary Blackness Podcast. I know you traveled a long way and you are finally here. Ladies and gentlemen, Necessary Blackness family, she is in the building. So I want to get right into it. I want to start out and... um. I know you give a lot of relationship advice, and I know that um, you're heavily involved in the community, right? Do you, when it comes to black men, do you believe that black masculinity is on the decline? Uh, yes, and I think it's absolutely under attack. I think it's all by design, but absolutely black masculinity is uh, uh, in decline right now, as you said. Mm-hmm. And what do you think are some of the contributing factors and what type of solutions should we implement to uh, circumvent that? Uh, I think the damage that's been done to the black family is the primary cause of black masculinity going down in men um, and raising in women. I think one of the things that we got to do is just uh, get better at having relationships that are long lasting. And I know that's easier said than done. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the reality is when two parents are raising children in a home together, it's a lot more effective and balanced um, and proper uh, when it comes to, you know, raising children, especially boys. You, You want to have boys around the father so they can learn how to be a man. A woman can only, you know raise a, a, a baby to be a boy. We can't really raise boys to be men. So um, it's very imperative that we have long-lasting relationships, marriages, where we keep the b- black family together. All right, speaking of boys, right, you as a parent, right, um, we know that the, the psychosocial development of a child begins in the home, and mm-hmm. his first teacher is a parent, and as one that homeschools, Tell me what are some of the advantage of being a mother that homeschool? Um, primarily just being able to understand what's programming your children, you know, being in control of what's programming your children to a certain degree because, of course, you know, the devices, the children have devices and things like that so they can interact with people and um outside of the home, but they're getting a certain curriculum. I'm in control of the curriculum. They're not learning anything that um, I disagree with. And uh, ultimately, you know, just growing up around your your black family and and being raised by um, uh, in a home where you're being homeschooled, I think is really healthy uh, in a world where the society and other children can be really demeaning and degrading Mm -hmm. and um, and very nasty. Um, I think it's uh, it's really good because there's there's a little bit more safety, um, you know, raising your children at home. All right, you told us the uh, pros. Is there any cons to homeschooling? Yeah, it's very time consuming, um, and you have to be able to be a parent that's in the home. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, a lot of people like to think that they're not as social, but my children are very social. 
Uh, I put them in a lot of different events and things like that. So you just have to be mindful if you're a homeschool parent to put them in, in things that uh, where they'll have interactions with other children. So Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Now, one of the individuals that is a mentor to you that you look up to that we spoke about is Dr. Amos Wilson. Oh, yes, I love him. All right, what is it about our beloved brother, that's now amongst the ancestors, Dr. Amos Wilson, that you hold dear to yourself? I mean, the way, first of all, he's brilliant. He is absolutely my favorite scholar in this world. Um, I love reading him. Um, he's probably one of the few people that I actually enjoy reading when it comes to, um, you know, just getting knowledge and understanding. I always uh, have a dictionary or I'll use my phone and, and pull up a diction with my children. We'll have the actual dictionary so they can mm -hmm. learn how to work with the dictionary. But um, he expands uh, my knowledge and he gives us a very wholesome understanding of um, what type of mindset we come from mm -hmm. and the mindset that is infiltrating our consciousness that is absolutely uh, egregious to uh, our productivity and uh, growth as a people. So uh, Dr. Amos' ability to articulate, I think, is phenomenal. And he's just, he's very good at writing. You know, not everybody, you know, that drops the knowledge has very fluid writing, and yes, he does, absolutely. and I love that. Yeah, and if anybody ever read his book, Blueprint to Black Power, mm -hmm. that book right there is a dynamic book, and I encourage everybody to read that book. So what we're going to do now, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back with the goddess, mm -hmm. Ayana. Right. Peace and Black Power family. Peace and Black Power family, we are back. We in the building, and for those that are just joining us, this is Necessary Blackness Podcast, and our special guest today is the goddess, Ayana. She's in the building. So we was talking about Dr. Amos Wilson, mm -hmm. and he is an individual that definitely spoke about black love and black pride. So that is a segue into our next uh, segment of, of this interview. And I want to talk about how and why black love is revolutionary. Okay. So my question to you is, what are the dynamics of a relationship that would exude black love? Um, a relationship that's productive for the black community. Um, one thing that I learned from Dr. Amos Wilson is that our love is not our own. Our love is either productive for the community or it's detrimental for the community. So I would say um, black love that's revolutionary is going to look like a couple who has black pride, who knows who they are, who teaches their children to have black pride, um, who teaches their children the history, but not only the history, but how to apply uh, the knowledge that they've learned um, in a way that builds up the black community. Okay, okay. Now, in relationships, you know, nowadays, they try to balance it out, right? There's mm -hmm. always a balance in perspective, right? Mm -hmm. For a, a, a relationship that's dealing with entirely black love, mm -hmm. the man should always lead? Mm -hmm. um, well... In, in a general sense, absolutely. The black man is the leader. He's the head of the house. Um, but black women are going to lead in their respective areas. So when it comes to maintaining the home, I absolutely lead the household. Like, I'll let you know, like, this needs to be here. I'm decorating. But when it comes to just in general, the moves that we're making as a family, absolutely the black man should be leading. 
All right. Now, I'm an individual, and I always tell people that the person you marry or that you be with is going to show, you know, the characteristics of who you are, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I always tell individuals, you know, if she can't use my comb, I can't bring her home. Okay. You know? So what are your thoughts on those who date outside of their race? It's treasonous. It's a betrayal. Um, and it's absolutely detrimental to our community. How so? How, how detrimental? Um, because we're sitting here giving our seed, our potent, powerful seeds to, or our wombs to a people. And it doesn't matter who they are because every people outside of black people and even black people in the name of white oppression have, um, subjugated black people. So we have no friends. So to lay down with somebody who has whose people have who have participated in bringing black people down and continuing to oppress black people is absolutely insane and that's what we do um, when we are living outside of our African consciousness talk that talk sister <laughs> that's what I'm talking about I like that you know because a lot of times you know we hear brothers talking like this right mm -hmm. but there are so many sisters that carry the same views as yourself mm -hmm. but they may not be all as articulate as you, mm -hmm. or they might not be, because a lot of our sisters are articulate by nature, mm -hmm. but they're not just as outspoken. So it's always good to hear another sister mm -hmm. remind sisters, like, hey, you can't be copulating with the open enemy. Okay. Don't do that shit. Okay. <laughs> but we know, we know. And what's interesting is I think it's a little bit uh, more offensive when black women step out with white men um, and maybe it's just because I'm a black woman and I could never imagine myself, but it's, it's, it's disgusting to me, actually. You, you want to hear something that's crazy, right? What's that? When I go on dates or, you know, I'm, I'm kicking it with, with, with a female, there's two things I ask her. Well, there's three things, but these are the two primary things, Have right? Have you ever dated a white man, right? <laughs> yeah. well, no, I don't say that. I say, what What are your thoughts on interracial relationships? Okay. <laughs> and then I say, have you ever been in one? You know, something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And, yo, know, if they say, yeah, it's just like, yo, that's a wrap. <laughs> right? And okay. then another thing is, did you get that jab? Oh, God. If you got that jab, okay. uh, I don't think we're going to do it. We're not going to make it. No. So, and then, you know, it's just me to each his own, you know what I mean? I, you know, I live and let live, but um, me and mine, we ain't doing that. Okay. So, I want to ask you this, and because I know that you do a lot for the community, um, wherever you at, you're always a part of an organization or doing something actively for yourself, right? What are the community development programs or organizations that you are part of, and what are some of the things you're doing currently? Um, well, I'm part of the People's Action Houston um, branch, uh, and right now we're just basically in um, in gear to start working with children. So I've started writing out some children's programs that I would like to implement in the community. Um, we are working on... Uh, you know, just organizing and, and finding different locations. We started in Third Ward, um, so we're just we're just looking to build up. Um, we just we're just about a year old now, mm -hmm. so we're still building in um, in Houston. But the organization is absolutely phenomenal. Um, so I'm very excited. This is probably one of my favorite organizations I've ever worked with, um, and I definitely have extensively worked in the community all since I was a teenager. So. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited, but right now, for me in particular with my organization, I'm definitely focused on children's program and how to incorporate um, 
the values, the you know, of uh, being pro-black and things like that, and infusing it into the youth and making it fun and hip. So we need that. We need that. Mm-hmm. So in closing, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have asked you that you want to leave us in your last closing words? Um, I guess my what I would the note that I would like to leave off on is like, um, how do we heal together? And for me, I think one of the most important things is even when we feel triggered in a conversation where we're having between black men and black women, that each side allows the other side to speak, even when it hurts us. A lot of times, you know, we'll we'll have conversations and it'll it'll start getting very generalized and we get very triggered. I get very triggered. I'm a very emotional woman. However, I'm able to compose myself a lot of times when I'm having um, black men on my live streams or we're having discussions where I would like for us to have a healing and productive conversation. There's a lot of times black men say things that really hurt me, that they even view, you know, black women a certain way, and it hurts me. But I'll let them get it out. A lot of times we don't let uh, each other get it out, and so it becomes a, well, you guys do this, and you guys do that, and it becomes a tit yeah. for tat rather than us allowing each each other to really express ourselves so that we can say, you know what, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry black women made you feel that way, um, but not all black women are like that, and, and let's strive to... Um, you know, influence more black women to mm. be more respectful to yeah. their men and be more loving or nurturing, you know? So, um, I would just say, you know, let's heal together. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need that. We need healing family. And I'm glad that you are involved in the community. And I definitely like your outtake on relationships. And, um, if you do anything else in life, you mm-hmm. definitely could be a relationship coach. <laughs> right? so y'all, y'all make sure y'all check out her videos and let everybody know where they can find you at. Her social media, especially her Instagram, is on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to check me out at the Goddess Ayana on Instagram, not to be confused with the mini scam pages. Um, it's spelled properly. My name is spelled A-A-Y-A-N-N-A. There's four A's mm-hmm. in my name. Um, there's no underscores or anything on YouTube. It's Goddess Ayana. On Facebook, it's Goddess Ayana. If you want to check out my website where I sell um, devices that absorb EMF radiation, that's godpeace.com, which is on all of my social medias. So so it's made under the tutelage and under the care <laughs> of, of the goddess. Righteous, righteous. All right. And where can they go get that from? At godpeace.com. All right. Godpeace.com. Uh-huh. G-O-D-P-I-E-C-E.com. All right. That's an easy number to remember. So family, listen here. Make sure y'all go out, support the system. Make sure y'all go and follow her on Instagram. This is Necessary Blackness Podcast, and I am your host, Raheem Shabazz, and we out of here. Peace. Peace.